0: Is anybody really that surprised?
1: Hello and welcome to Grumpy Old Ben's episode, what is it, 243? Wow, that's like a two, a four, and a three. For Wednesday, January, what's today? The seventh. I mean the 17th. This is a professional show. I am Darren O'Neill coming to you live from a bunker deep in the heart of Middle America just outside of Chirac where I don't care what social media instance I'm on. They're all pretty much the same.
0: And from America's left coast, where the weather outside, the usual rain has turned particularly white and slippery. I'm Ryan Vemrose. Yeah. Welcome to winter. Yeah. It's unseasonably winter.
1: Welcome to unseasonably winter. Yeah. It is now 18 degrees here, which is the highest we've seen it in like four days. So,
0: oh, see, I, I woke up this morning and we had the last four days were what is, for the Pacific Northwest, a brutally cold snap. The weather was in the the teens Fahrenheit, so you know, like in the minus ten range Celsius. That's uh, real wintry, and and it, it would it felt wintry considering that I had to be out in it. Yeah, that's or, less fun. Yeah, but. I think I dodged a bullet though, because the day deliver,
1: I mean, that's quite possible that you,
0: it's possible that I did, but I don't deliver to Seattle and I don't deliver to Chicago. So I might be okay. But the day before was when uh, we had rain and then the temperature dropped really quickly and snow hit the ground and there was snow all over the ground and then all the precipitation stopped. So for four days when I was working, there was, it was sunshine, and cold as fuck. And the only problem, of course, is that all that moisture that hit the ground on the first day never thawed. So, so it's like an ice skating rink. Uh, yeah, Everything was. Well, last night, some point, and I guess into this morning, the precipitation came back. And then the temperature started coming up. So when I got up this morning, it was just barely under freezing. The ground was still very, very cold and it was raining. And so if I was out in that now, it would be called freezing rain. Well, except now, what, two hours later, it's now just turned into snow. So snow on top of a sheet of new ice on top of a sheet of old ice. I am so glad I'm not out in this.
1: Yeah, I hope you have plenty of wood. Do we do got to stay warm? Sounded so dirty apparently
0: here. a thing happened while I was away working <laughs> in the fediverse.
1: Yeah. one of the, And the thing that will actually cause you work, which is the best part of the whole thing, isn't it? Yeah.
0: It, it, because uh, the, the entire blow up happened Friday evening, right? As I was going to bed.
1: Yes. For, this would be the no agenda social turning into no authority social.
0: Yes. Among other things. Uh Honestly, if you want a recap of that, I can't do uh, of what happened or or the drama involved. I cannot recommend any better than the first 30 minutes or so of this last Monday's Planet Rage with you and Larry. Episode you pretty much you pretty much hit all the points that I thought needed to be hit of, from the perspective of, "Hey, let's not all just pile on to drama and spew hateful words because we can," which I got to admit, I, maybe I was reading the wrong parts of No Agenda Social, but I didn't see the, the horrific parts that Adam was complaining about when this whole thing started. He didn't like memes. Oh, well, you poor baby. I, I'm sorry you don't have any appreciation for true art. But yeah, memes weren't that the problem. That wasn't the problem. To be honest, I like the memes, at least the ones that were funny. There were a lot that were not funny, but apply surgeon's law, filter out the 90% that are crap. And there was some really good stuff in there. I thought that the memes were great, but there was, of course, some people who were genuinely saying bad things, which again, this is a side effect of, of freedom of speech. And now, then I don't know. You know, I just didn't pay attention to those people. I guess that's, oh, I didn't either. I mean, this that, is that,
1: where the beauty I, of the way Mastodon works is the people that I wanted to have their opinions regularly showed up in their own feed. So I was yeah. following like 300, 400 people. That was what I was seeing. I very rarely, if ever, I mean, I'm sure ever, I'm sure there were a few instances where I did it. Where I clicked local timeline, which was almost as bad as doing the
0: federated. Yeah, timeline. that's it's a little scary. It's not quite as bad as the federated timeline, but uh, it, it, at least the local. Well, the local timeline had less porn, so I'll give that to the federated timeline. But uh, yeah, I the way that I've been using it. In fact, we discussed this just last week before everything exploded. Is I curate my local timeline for the things that I really want to see, and if somebody is posting stuff I don't want to see or posting things that really are inappropriate, like dropping N bombs all over the place. Or then I'm like, well, I don't need to see this and I don't follow them. And then I, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is that I was in this weird naive bubble that I thought was the right way to use social media. And I was apparently doing it wrong because the right way to use social media was to read everything on the timeline and take it all personally. At least that's what everybody seemed to be doing. And well, everybody seems to think that they're the person being talked
1: about when the uh, comments about no agenda social were made, which is
0: interesting. I get it. There were a lot of people out there who really, really hate on no agenda social out in the fedi. And if you are taking as representative of the entire site, all of the most awful, horrible things that are said, then, yeah, OK, you, you look at this and go, yeah, that's really bad. What I would have recommended instead is ignore all of the really awful people who were posting nothing but hate drama and toxicity and instead only follow me and Darren and Larry and a few other people that are genuinely posting interesting stuff. And then you can look at this and go, yeah, no, it's Socials great. Well, it's not anymore.
1: <laughs> right. And I mean, I do uh, also highly encourage people. Episode 111 of Planet
0: Raid. Stay for the whole thing. It's uh no a no, no just callbacks. the first half hour. Then they like they they immediately right after that go into some Bill O'Reilly clips and it, it's not
1: worth it. It hurts. Oh, there were a lot of uh, <laughs> circle backs though. I mean that was uh, <laughs> Adam Curry said he listened to the show, the whole show, and I was like, wow, that's uh that is impressive. And he boosted. So I mean you gotta find out how much by listening to the next and You guys pilot, went right? almost two and a half hours on this one. Yeah. And for Larry, he doesn't like sitting around for a long time, but he was into this one.
0: Yeah, I it, it was obvious that Larry had an opinion and Larry is absolutely the most entertaining when he has an opinion. Yes,
1: it's like I was like, hey, I, I mean, I'm not even as uh, vicious as Larry when that's the uh, fun part. Yeah, and he, well, he, he delivered it well and I mean, I get a lot of it. I don't understand and I mean, I know you had a little bit more information on whatever happened with our buddy phone boy.
0: I, I really not where i need to go into okay. i i mean that's fine i mean i would rather I, he, he explain i have a lot of respect on. for them and i think that that they they made a rash decision and i don't know exactly what went into the decision uh you know it possibly the uh, you know unfettered hatred of all things israel by adam or something i i'm not sure what exactly got the bug up their butts but they have made a decision that they are going to take their podcast and their brand and divorce it entirely from No Agenda, which means that they are not going to be promoting it. They're not going to be going live on the stream. Okay, you you, you guys do you. Uh, I know that show is not for everybody. I enjoy listening to it, and I especially enjoy going into their troll room when they're doing it live so that I can troll the hell out of them, mostly because they are so susceptible to having their show derailed by <laughs> random comments that I drop into the troll room. And that is extremely rewarding for me. So it's harkening hearkening back to the Mark and George show. A lot like that. I I haven't managed to destroy it after only 30 episodes, but <laughs> keep trying. You can do it. You can, I, I have faith in you. You can do it.
1: If you put your mind to it,
0: I, I've been trying for almost a hundred episodes. Now they, they, They just keep doing their thing. And, uh, you know, I like I said, I enjoy their show and I wish them luck. I think that they're they're overreacting to the no agenda social thing. And I also think that they're uh, probably making a mistake, jenisoning a large built-in audience. But uh, I'm not privy to what all of their plans are. So I don't really want to go too far into that. Yeah, I don't
1: mind going off onto your own and doing your own thing. That is a positive. I don't like the, I disavow everything to do with this person. And yeah, this the, show the language and this used was
0: clearly forceful. And when, uh-huh. when I mentioned you're overreacting, they're like, well, we're never going to change our minds. i so like, yeah, that's, that's not an overreaction <laughs> or anything. Over, right? That's called overreacting. Yeah. One hundred one. Uh, like, like you're leading with your emotions. Yeah. Well, this decision is final. Like, okay. Yeah. I, I, I get that. But, um, But when it's no longer final because you finally calmed down, maybe you'll reevaluate. But that's up to you.
1: Yes. Which means, though, that you now have work to do to remove credentials and add credentials and change credentials. And
0: to to be honest, I don't think that I don't think that phone boy is the kind of person who is going to be hacking, which is why I I agree. You know, I'm not rushing out to like I don't think he's going to be jumping on the stream to start destroying everything. I'll leave that to the, the millennial media guys, but <laughs> now um, are you doing that? Come on. I no, Allegedly, I, I may have just accused, but I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> just cover your ass. But, um, you know, I, I don't think that it's in, I, you know, phone boy in Phoenix, they're, they're good people and they're, uh, they're honorable. They're not going to be messing with things. However, uh, the way that we have handled getting live shows on has never really had any mechanism for revoking those credentials. Right. So, um, yes, I have work for
1: that. And I will say, I mean, we normally uh, do a, a donation segment. A lot of people complain like uh, no agendas complaining that they don't get any support. Um, We have and we one, got support one two dollar and ninety three cent. Which is monthly from Sir Fudge yeah. Fountain, which, my friend, you are the executive producer on
0: today's show
1: as of now. This,
0: this, is, this is representative of how much value people got out of the last show.
1: I was starting to think if we just started doing one minute of show for every 50 cents that came in, we could uh, have a lot of short shows coming We'd up. We'd
0: be done by now. <laughs> right. We
1: have to. See you later, everybody. See you next time. And uh, memes came in with his 2702 boost leap boosting the split one hour in before the chat gpt tech story starts this is why i listen rambling epic rants and torturous detours before getting to the topic my mind is now sedate Stay <laughs> so he rumpy. does listen he does he know, he just basically explained our whole show yeah that that's how we fill time so uh, for the rest of the show the uh the booster are open So we'll go that route. Maybe we can generate some support live during the show while we ramble on about whatever we ramble on before we get to the topic.
0: Or if we get to the topic, I mean, sometimes, sometimes the rambling, it's, you know, it's not the destination. It's the journey. This is true. And Grumpy Old
1: Ben's is a journey and you have to be on it. You got to enjoy it.
0: Let's be honest. You're not here for the news coverage. You're here for the grumbling about the news coverage. And if we grumble so much that we never even talk about the news, we're grumbling about, you're still entertained, right? At least, you know, $2 and something cents worth of entertainment.
1: Right. As we will tell you, roll your own social media. It is the way to go. If you can, I mean, I understand most people don't want to buy the hardware, even if it is a raspberry Pi. although there are getting to be more and more ready made out of the box things. So if you have a computer that you can get some flavor of Linux on that, you can run your own Mastodon instance along with something like a lightning node, along with something like a cloud backup service. So you don't have to use something like Dropbox and you can do it on your own. It is greatly beneficial If you have the skills to do it or can follow tutorials online to have full control and and also have
0: like three spare weekends that you have no other plans.
1: Yes, to make sure everything is set up and working. But the end result becomes you never have to worry that you're going to wake up and somebody makes a decision to yank the social media platform that you're on.
0: Which is. Frankly, I think we just got an obvious demonstration that if if you don't run your own stuff, then you are susceptible to somebody coming and pulling the plug.
1: Yes, it happens. I was asked earlier today if um, I thought the no agenda social thing was going to hurt the donations to no agenda. And I said no. And here's why. From what I understand directly from the guy who can see the statistics no agenda gets anywhere between a half a million and a million downloads for every episode. You know, that's the average, which means even if you figure three quarters of those are people that never listen, there's at least about 200,000 active listeners at the low end would be my guess. And there's probably two to 3000 active people on the Mastodon. Right. So you compare those two numbers and go, uh, you're probably statistically not going to see anything.
0: Now, that said, uh, there are, you know, certainly going to be a lot of people for whom, you know, they, they hear something and they're like, oh, I'll make a decision based on this one little. I, I, I'm not sure where I'm going with that, to be honest. Hey, well, that's uh,
1: why people <laughs> listen to this show, because
0: you're the, never the people,
1: sure where you're going with it.
0: It, it. It's not it's not the destination. It's right. the journey. Right. <laughs>
1: Billy Bones just thirty four thirty eight at us and said, this show has taken the most Satoshis from me. That's what a quality product deserves. So thank you. Billy Bones of a walk through the mind. I sent him a boost earlier. He was uh, in the uh, troll room and he was like, hey, I want to buy this blade for my tractor so I can do my snow once a year whenever it comes down in Tennessee. Now that he's in one of those areas that doesn't get a lot of snow, you bastard snow. Billy Bones.
0: Snow in Tennessee. I don't believe it. Mm hmm.
1: And it was like 1500 bucks, and I'm like, well, it's not really going to help you buy it, but here's 10 bucks to walk through the mine. And it's like, this is what you do. You support the shows. If Billy Bones wants a blade, we help him
0: get a blade. Boost I think he show. should be more honest and be like, I want this just because it looks awesome, and it'll be one of the first key parts to my welded metal dozer when I end up driving through City Hall.
1: Is that going to happen? You know, make sure you video that or at least let some people know beforehand. In the grump to a cotton gin. Yes. In (laughs) the grump. That's when Bemrose finally snaps. It'll be on the YouTubes. Don't worry.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That revolution will be televised. Billy Bones says he's going to be
1: famous. You're already famous. (laughs) You are. Infamous, in fact. Yes. Infamous indeed. Whether you like it or not, that's just the way it
0: goes. So I don't have much else. I'm not really big on, on gossip. And more importantly, the. Yeah, the all of the shit that's gone on all happened when I was working, you know, 11 hour days and then coming home and being like, I'm tired. I don't want to interact with the socials. I'm going to bed. And then I get up the next day and I get, you know, people sending me messages saying, please burn down my house. Or, you know, that wasn't what the message said. But I, I don't know. I need to figure out exactly what I'm going to do. With uh, my new home because I have been Sir Bemrose at No Agenda Social for quite a while and I will come up with something new. It might be, you know, uh, Bemrose.antisocial, if that's Ooh, an option.
1: I like that. That's kind of cool.
0: I'm betting somebody already has anti.social, but otherwise I would love that one.
1: I grabbed the uh, Planet Rage Social. Which yes. PlanetRage.social. I asked Larry, I'm like, because, sure? you know, it's cheaper to go com. But, but it doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well. It does not. And Larry, I mean, again, he's, he is not a Ben. So he needs a little, I'm like, this will kill two birds with one stone. And then I'm like, I I offered you one and you're like, well, not that show. I don't want to be on that show's instance. Those people. I didn't actually
0: say that. It was more like "Mm, tired, fucking dying. (laughs) Got to go to work. (laughs) I got to go to work in five
1: hours and I just got home. Uh, our buddy NetNet just boosted yeah. 5,000 Satoshis. This boost is for the Bemrose Killdozer. He's not the hero we want,
0: but he is the hero we need. Or at least the one you deserve. Right. Well, that's true. Now, uh, Cotton but, like, Gin is inviting me to join on Spook.Social. Uh, how exactly do I do that? Would it help if I logged into my Spook.Social account and sent you a message asking <laughs> for an invite?
1: You're already there.
0: I'm already there. <laughs> I didn't even that's, realize I have, I have about four uh, accounts still in various places. I just don't know which one I want to make into the real one.
1: Well, that's it. And I didn't even realize until this whole thing that there is a system built into these Fediverse sites on Mastodon and Pluroma that allow you to attach one of them to another. So you can say, hey, I'm oh, yeah. moving here
0: specifically for account migration. Yes. And boy, have we been stressing that out in fact i think that's probably been eriner's biggest headache this week is yes well because the I amount tried of it. account
1: migrations yeah i tried the account migration and it gave me the uh-oh eriner needs to jiggle the handle page and i'm like oh fuck."
0: well i, I think one of the big problems i saw a message go out from eriner saying you know people please turn off your email notifications oh, yeah our, our mail host is being blocked because we're sending out so many notifications. They mark us as spam.
1: Yes. Over and over and, and over and over. And then
0: he was lamenting that Mastodon doesn't include any controls that allow us to disable these globally. I'm like, uh, yes, it does because you have the source code, but I get that maybe you're not a, you're a dude named Ben and not necessarily a programmer.
1: Yes. Oh, and there are, as I was saying before the show, looking at the control panel, For Pleroma, and I'm sure it's very similar to Mastodon. There are more settings and choices and sub settings and sub choices than you can even imagine. So, anybody
0: that wants to run their own, be ready to learn. And I am. Pleroma was made as a counterpoint to Mastodon, which Mastodon was, of course, made under the prevailing attitude from Silicon Valley, where Uh, You know, this I've always called this kind of an Apple attitude where you just optimize for this is what everybody should want. And if you want it, then great. And you'd usually go for the 80 percent case. And if you don't want it, then fuck you. Yes, you do. Right. And that's always been the way Apple products work is is they are perfect for 80% of the people, which is why they have such incredible followings. And for the other 20% of people who might want something a little bit different, no, fuck you, you don't. This is what you get. And Mastodon is kind of built the same way. And Pleroma is much more the Linux philosophy, which is that we will give you a slider that lets you select how often the update cursor blinks right <laughs> right it's yeah it's,
1: it's kind of that kind of a granular thing and so far i mean it's only been a couple of days but i'm digging the service the um online it is butterfly b t r f dot l y the guy's graph or something csb knew him and uh he's the guy that runs post and this is his service 15 bucks a month the terms of service are like a hey, totally anti-woke as long as you aren't during doing uh specifically horribly illegal things. You don't have anything to worry about. It is 15 bucks a month where Masto host, you can get it for six, but their terms of service, very, very, very woke. So you may not have a
0: problem, but uh be aware of the, that. To be honest, any, uh, any service. And I haven't really looked into it because on it, let's, let's be honest. If I, if I end up going my own, I'm going to roll it myself. I'm going to run it myself. I'm going to do so badly. It's going to be unstable and break a lot. <laughs> yes. But you like but though, it will that be way mine. people
1: can't get messages to you.
0: But but that's the thing is you're not really free until you're doing it yourself. And so I don't I, I don't do the the hosted. Do I don't it. do. I I theoretically have the ability. What I don't have is the attention span or the amount of time that I want to dedicate to running some of these services, but I have the ability to run my own services and I should be doing so because somebody has to. We got an
1: 11,111 boost from the no agenda millennial. He's listening to to you talking bad about him. He says, Jesus and NAS both died for your sins. Also, the only stream I mess with I wrote my name in the snow with this morning. So, I mean, there you go. (laughs) You got a strange sense of humor. And uh, CSB, do you uh,
0: you have the URL to that stream? Because I'm sure that there are people who would want it. It's probably on TikTok. (laughs) So, CSB (laughs) came in with 21,000
1: Satoshis, which is rare for him to this show. And he says, cheer up, Bemrose. Yo, CSB. (laughs) I don't know if that's really him or not. If I do that, the show's over. I know. A cheery bemrose totally ruins the concept of grumpy old Ben's. We'd be like, hi, we're transforming the show into we're a bunch of happy old Ben's. Doo, 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 doo. Hey, welcome to happy old Ben's. How you doing today, bemrose? Great. How you doing? Are you enjoying this beautiful weather we're
0: having? I honestly, I'm looking outside and I'm kind of really enjoying the weather as right long now. As you
1: don't have to go outside because
0: I'm on this side of the glass. I'm I there's, There's a glass pane between me and the weather, and I am in the room with the wood stove. So I'm really enjoying it right now.
1: You're like, this is exactly the way it should be at all times.
0: Oh, yesterday when I was clocking out, my boss comes up to me, says, uh, you know, hey, do you want to work tomorrow? Nope. (laughs) You're like, I've been working the last (laughs) few days. I've seen the weather. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen the weather report. No, no, I don't. But thank you for the offer. I do not
1: want anything to do with that. Thank you very much.
0: So how about that technology?
1: I do like technology. It's a beautiful thing. It allows us to do so many great things.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I just looking at the stories I pulled, uh, I, th- this one was almost throwaway, but it had to have a mention. LG washing machine sending 3.7 gigabytes per day to the cloud. Did you hear about this one? No. How much? <laughs> three 3.7 gigabytes a day and uh the, the the story is well this one's from tom's hardware but uh it starts out talking about an lg washing machine owner and self-confessed fintech geek ah well that's interesting a, a self-confessed geek why because he knows how to get usage data from his router I, right because you went to uh one page and went huh yeah yeah. He, and so apparently I, I have no idea how long he owned this washing machine before discovering, but says, uh, you know, says that he went to the usage page and noticed that his router was sending a really large amount of data. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how, how this, I'm not sure if this story is correct because later on in the article, he did mention that this was, quote, just shy of 5% of his daily uploads. Oh, wait. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. So 3.7 gigabytes a day is just shy of 5% of his daily uploads. So if you math that out, that's 72 gigabytes a day that he's uploading. So it was probably megabyte what?
1: instead like, of.
0: Well, 72 gigabytes, like that is a lot of OnlyFans. Yeah, but that's going
1: up, right? So, I mean, that's yeah, not even upload. so right. That you'd be uploading. And that's a lot
0: of OnlyFans.
1: Yeah. <laughs> to upload. I'm guessing they don't understand gigabyte to megabyte, and I'm also guessing having one of these LG washers and dryers, I don't know the default, if it drops from the mothership, how often it tries to reconnect, because I could see that being the problem. It just keeps trying to connect, trying to connect, trying to connect.
0: So I, I... Dug through the Tom's Hardware, and by that I mean I really skimmed it because it it's we. How many times have we done stories about you have some Internet of Things device that is connecting to your Wi-Fi and doing stuff that you don't understand and don't want to,
1: right? Or it was hacked. But
0: a short version of this story is he went to Twitter because that's what you do, and said, "Hey, does anybody know why my washing machine is sending 3.7 gigabytes?" A day, and there's no official answer as to why. Nobody seems to have dug into the technical bits of this, but the speculation was fascinating. Uh, a lot of people talking about, well, maybe you're, maybe it's part of a botnet. I, that's possible. Right. Uh, a number of people, you know, a lot of people saying, well, your router is misconfigured, which I think is likely. My favorite speculation, which was mentioned in the Tom's Hardware article, is that LG is uploading his laundry data to the cloud so that it could improve its large laundry model.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, there's something to be said for that joke that part of the functionality of this, and I have never been able to figure out why anybody would want to do this, but if you want to create your own for your washer or dryer for the cycle so if you want to be like we'll do this for x amount of time then this for x amount of time then you this. know
0: i didn't until you just said that now i do you can do on the
1: lg there is a slot for you to have your own what's you know your custom
0: program which is i mean what- admittedly with my 15 year old washer and dryer i can do that it's called walk up to it at the prescribed time and and change the setting. Right. (laughs) But that's so hard. You want to be able to do it automatically. I can make my washing machine come on at a particular time of day by walking up to it at that time of day and pushing the button.
1: But there are things to be said also that some of these companies, I don't know if LG is one of those, but like, hey, buy our washer pods from us. And so you buy a thing and they send you like the 50 washer pods to do 50 loads. And then after you do like 40 loads, it's telling every time you do a load to the mothership. And then you get an email going, hey, you need some pods. Order them now. Yeah. Laundry as a service. Yes. So, I mean, everything is going to subscription. Everything. uh Uh-huh. I hate it. I have the same thing with the Keurig. It tells you you, how many things you've used if you want. It'll tell you how many, you know. If you want to order the coffee from them as well. So if you order 100 pods and then you use 90, they'll be like, we'll send you another 100 because you like these.
0: Yeah, I'm on a coffee subscription, but the only notification that I get that I need to order more is I run out of coffee and then I get grumpy. And then you have to go find more and everything works. Yeah. And then, you know, I acquire a new coffee and things are good again for a little while. But you and I have covered multiple stories
1: about IOT devices, and these definitely oh, yeah. are that where the programming was not all that good in the first place and they don't really care about security because they're like, why would anybody want to hack a washer or dryer? Because they can. Uh,
0: Because it has a CPU and is connected to the internet. Uh Uh-huh. But wouldn't it be great if you could
1: mine Bitcoin with your dryer while it's spinning? That'd be awesome.
0: I, you know, I would not be surprised if there's things that, like, there has, there uh, there, uh, was, did I bring it to the show or did I just read about there was a story a few months ago about somebody who managed to hack the the Phillips light bulb one of the smart light bulbs and install software on it that would use up more or more of the power to do Bitcoin mining on somebody else's light bulbs oh that's genius Yeah, because because, you know, those LEDs, they don't generate a lot of heat. But now this one's using power like an incandescent. I don't know what's going on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it might be uh, lighting on fire. It's using so much Uh, that thing right up. But we know the IOT devices don't always have the best security. So I could see that there was some type of an exploit where somebody then hacked their machine and added a script to it to do something. Like you said, be part of a botnet. I could also see that the machine was just trying to connect to the mothership because it says, you know, connect to LG, whatever, and maybe yeah, the guy but, but has, if
0: it's sending three three and a half gigabytes a day trying to connect, then that is a super fucking aggressive reconnect script.
1: Oh, I would agree, but I'm still not sure the guy knew the difference between gigabyte and megabyte. Well, which- the the article has a graph, but hey, what do I know? It's interesting,
0: though. I mean, you I don't actually see, read articles before coming here and ridiculing
1: them. Because if you have something, then like a pie hole that's like, well, lg.com is only advertising, never, you know, black hole that bitch. Well, then when the machine tries to connect to it and it can't, it just, some of these machines, rather than having a script that's like, try to connect to the mothership, oh, you can't wait a minute or wait five minutes. It's just
0: like, oh, try again. Yeah. Isn't that loop. It's like, try to connect to the mothership, try again. Try again. Try, try again. again. Try again. Hundred times again. a second.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. So that may be what happened here as well, uh, but it's a whole new thing. You could just hack yeah. your neighbor's washer and dryer, and maybe you can get Wi-Fi from there. Maybe you could. I think their one of wifi. the most
0: fascinating I got uh, was an anecdote from one of the comments, and I have no idea if this is accurate or not, but I found it entertaining. Uh, somebody says, uh, "Here's a worse one. They put." They fucking put Wi-Fi in my gas oven. Who the fuck thinks that's a good idea? And worse, you have to connect to it or you have to connect it or it sits broadcasting to connect to something. So someone war driving could literally turn my oven on.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. That is the default on a lot of these. If you don't set it up, it's got an open Wi-Fi that's waiting for somebody to connect to it to put the settings in and connect I, it to I swear your if Wi-Fi. I was dumb
0: enough to buy one of these things, I would be opening the back panel and looking for anything that looks like a chip or an antenna just tearing that shit out.
1: Uh huh. That's maybe the best part. Maybe we should have a website, just how to D de-
0: yeah. IOT, all
1: the IOT devices how to
0: how to dis- damage your devices to make them more useful. Exactly. And uh,
1: thanks the- to Phasezilla who came in with $5 the old fashioned way. Oh, yeah. Says think, y'all are entertaining no matter what you're grumbling about. Well, I know that, but most people don't want to listen. <laughs> he keeps telling them. I'll, if, whether it's on this show, angry tech news. Usually I'm only entertaining to myself. Right. I mean, whether it's while he's doing his job, I'm sure he's told his bosses multiple times. No, I'm very entertaining. You oh, they listen. know. Yeah.
0: They know. Be, well, because I tell them all the time, of course. Yes. <laughs> he's like, you I believe see what I do with these trucks, man. I- I believe FaZilla is actually Phone Boy's mom. Well, that is very but interesting. But that might be doxing. So let's imagine I didn't say that. And thank you, FaZilla. <laughs> no, that sounds totally like that.
1: Maybe not. But thank you, no matter <laughs> what. We hope you enjoy this, the grumpiest and, show. And if that's not true, then I just started a vicious rumor. You're welcome. This is how they start. And people are yeah. so willing to buy into anything. It's not bad, necessarily. It's entertaining, but I don't know. Uh, and that's what we're here for, yes. to be entertaining. We are, I mean, because we're not making a lot of money on the show. So if we can't have people get mad and burn their towns down, where really, what fun is it for us?
0: So I had another one on consumer devices as a service. Uh, this one actually was uh, a letter from the FCC to automakers saying, effectively, stop making stocking and domestic abuse easy. <laughs> but why? So the letter specifically was sent to General Motors, Ford, Honda, Hyundai, Mercedes Benz, Nissan, Stellantis. I'm not familiar with Stellantis, uh, Tesla, and Toyota. And uh, said, among other things, they included the the fun language of, "Well, no survivor of domestic violence and abuse should have to choose between giving up their car and allowing themselves to be stalked and harmed by those who can access its data and connectivity." The gist of this is that all of these manufacturers have some variation on the find my car and have some kind of internet enabled app, which allows either locating or outright controlling some f- feature of the car from an app, which means, uh, for example, you know, and, and I know this for sure with Tesla, uh, anyone who has the app and the login information for your particular account. Can track down the car, uh, can often start or stop it remotely, Uh, you know, all of this regardless of what the driver wants. Now, if your car is being stolen, the ability to whip out your phone and hit no stop and it just dies there in the street would be real handy. But if you are a battered wife and your ex husband has the account credentials, then they can find out, you know, where you spend your day. They can track you around area. This is what the FCC, and of course, you know, this is a very important societal thing, and therefore the government must stick their nose in it.
1: The but, uh the Solantis is a Chrysler brand, says uh, Net Ned.
0: Okay, then why does anybody care? Nobody buys Chryslers. Does anybody? Are they still around Not since the seventies? Yeah. <laughs> well, this
1: is the. uh as you add this kind of technology into everything, I mean, it's bad enough that you can buy a $20 Apple iTag or whatever they call them. And there are similar ones from other brands and throw them on somebody's car and basically do the same thing. But the fact that it's built right in, there's no way to turn it off and that it's just there by default we are living in a society. There's no doubt about it. Where almost no every doubt we move, are living
0: in a society. I will
1: grant you that. Where every move you make is being watched and followed and recorded. It's Am a, I the only one uncomfortable with this? No, but I think most people are just so exhausted about it all that they just figure there's nothing they can do. And I think, as we've talked about here, there's probably about 70% of society, not of this audience, but there's about 70% of society that uses the, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. And, uh, what well, do that I is care? such a fallacy. I know until you drove down the wrong street on January 6th. Now you're sitting in a gulag.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we can come up with example after example, after example of you didn't think you were doing something wrong or you didn't know you were doing something wrong, but here is where this information is going to be wielded against you. But even so, that should not even be the reason why the nothing wrong statement is a fallacy. Ultimately, the reason why the I didn't do anything wrong is a fallacy is not because somebody is questioning your motives, but because the person who has that data has their motives should be questioned. I don't want to be tracked by the government, not because I'm engaging in an insurrection, unless you count this podcast, but rather because I don't trust the government, the the people who have been handed this data, the people who have demonstrated over and over and over and over and over again, multiple times a day, multiple times a year, that they cannot be trusted. Government cannot be trusted, and if you don't believe that. Your head is in the sand. You do not. You are not paying any attention to, oh, everything. Government cannot be trusted. And if you just say, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah, you're not. But the government is.
1: Yes. And uh, new information has come to light. Stellantis actually owns Fiat, Hujo, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and a, quote, shit ton of others, according to NetNed.
0: OK, so all cars I don't care about. Oh. Right. Well, almost all cars. That's a lot of cars. <laughs> yeah. I, admittedly, the the manufacturer of the car that I do drive was on that list, General Motors. But that said, I drive a GM from 2001, which came with the original first version of OnStar that connected by a cellular network. But it was the analog cellular network that was shut down in 2007. Right. So, so now
1: if you crash your car, you're screwed.
0: Well, and, uh, you know, early on, I opened up the trunk and found the OnStar module. So if somehow the OnStar module manages to reconnect itself and get power and find an analog cell network, then that means somebody is going to be able to track my car and realize that apparently it's on a shelf in the garage because that (laughs) shit is not in my car.
1: Uh, Did you upgrade it, though, to the latest cell so you could keep
0: on using it? No, the hardware does not support that. I would have had to. I, I suppose I could have gone into the dealership and got new hardware. But it, it turns out, though, that that model of car did not have any over the air updates for because there was no over the air. Right. I loved and, that
1: whole concept of the OnStar as a paid service, just from the morbid aspect of basically if you didn't pay and you had it in your car. And you got into an accident, you're upside down on fire, both legs broke and you press the button. They're like, help. They'd be like,
0: you did not pay your service. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'd love to help you. We would love to send emergency services to you uh, just as soon as you give us your credit card information and sign up for a six month trial. Yes.
1: You cheap bastard. You deserve (laughs) to
0: burn. I mean that sounds like a podcaster more than a star. Yeah, we probably do, but let's move on. Oh. The- God, boost this show, boost it big, boost it now. So again, with the FCC to automakers, uh, the you know about the stocking. I I have I have to roll my eyes at the oh the only reason. Why it could be at all problematic for these cars to be tracking you everywhere you go and give anybody with the ability to hack an app, the ability to remotely locate and shut down your car. Okay. That the only reason that that's even remotely problematic is, oh, because, because battered wives don't want to be able to get away from their exes. Yeah. That's, that's the only possible bad scenario for this. Okay, fine.
1: And then you have to wonder exactly how good the security is on any of this. Who can actually can uh, Well they're apps. I said that. But it's like, okay, now is at the mothership, I'm assuming that there are other people that can access this information. Even if you don't have the app, the car is still probably sending out this information to the internet.
0: Yeah. So, so. the okay, who has access to this? Obviously your ex who demanded all of your passwords and was going to beat you to death if you didn't give them up. So, of course, he has them. Uh, you, the dealership probably has this data. The automaker has it for sure. It's definitely in a database. Um, the Your ISP probably has it because it's certain that that's unencrypted. So, for that matter, there are three other man-in-the-middle attacks. Vectors that all have that. Of course, it's in a building in Washington D.C. somewhere where the NSA is archiving it. Window and uh, it's also out. That data is all out on the dark web because the company has shitty IT policies. And of course, they got a breach. We just haven't been told about it yet because either they don't know or they're too embarrassed to mention that they got breached. But companies get breached every single day, so you know that's probably happened too.
1: With these examples you're giving, has a uh Is there something you want to tell us? Has Dame Bemrose been beating you with the cords again? Uh, Is everything okay at home?
0: She has the cats do that.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. She's trained them perfectly. (laughs) Killer cats on the loose. They work for her. Because she feeds them? Is that the deal? And they know where I sleep. Yeah, that's unfortunate. You got to get a Faraday cage and then a real cage. So
0: I, I, I just like with the last story, the real gold was in a comment uh, this one was an anecdote that I swiped from a user Uh, uh, uh a, a user on on Reddit. Don't hold that against him. And again, I have absolutely no way to verify whether this is true, but I found it to be entertaining, so I'm going to read it to you anyway. It's a long one. It says, I used to work for OnStar, got a call from at least one stalker every weekend. Yeah, not the victims, the stalkers would call. And if I was getting regular stalker calls like that, how many other hundreds of on-star reps were too? How many calls didn't sound like stalkers, but were? I wasn't allowed to assess the situation and call 911. All I could do was stall a bit and make the security verification as difficult as possible. Security verification wasn't terribly set up, but we're talking about people's exes usually, stalkers who will have the info needed to get through verification. And once they were in the app, they could find the car. One guy told me he wanted to put his wife's hand in a blender and make a smoothie while trying to flirt with me. Luckily, he refused to cooperate by pulling the car over or didn't have access to something or other, so he didn't get through. Some women who called and asked how the stalker got into their app were very confused because they thought deleting the app would stop the service. Others had their emails hacked. My best advice is disable the device in the car. Call OnStar or whatever service and tell them to cut service. Tell them explicitly why. Tell them to make it as dead as possible. Once the unit is closed down, it can only be reconnected physically within the car. Shocking. Yeah, really? Do you think it is? I mean, I was shocked personally. I, I mean, is anybody really that surprised that this goes on? I, I, I was just kind of amazed at the anecdote. And again, I don't know if it's true, but I believe it. Which you never do online. I mean, that's
1: with all of these comments. They're often you're like, well, this sounds legit. And they throw in some details that you're like, well, the average person probably wouldn't even think of this.
0: And it tickles my confirmation bias. So I do bring it to the show. Right. You're like, I'm going to bring this in. It'll be great. I I don't know if that's true or not, but it is plausible, I guess, is my point. (laughs) Yes. And and yes, uh, you know. People call you, you, you have built a service. Your entire service is let's track the car. Is it a surprise in any way that people who want to track the car for nefarious reasons would go ahead and use it?
1: Right. You wouldn't, you know, I don't know. It's absolutely. yeah.
0: And the comment didn't go into it all, but probably because it was off topic, but possibly because he couldn't talk about it. The fact that, oh, yeah, law enforcement also have access to all this data and they're going to do it. And if you're the kind of person who doesn't necessarily think that every single politician, bureaucrat and deep state douchebag is above board, that maybe you don't want them to be tracking you everywhere you go. Then, again, this service, they're not you're not paying them as much as the the people who hate you are trying to pay them. Right. Right. And if the information
1: is out there, people are going to be able to access it. Yeah.
0: Especially You're if like, they I want to. You're like, I give you $60 a year to protect my privacy. And OnStar is like, yeah, and uh, the government will raid our offices with guns if we don't give your privacy to them.
1: Yes. And, I mean, we've seen this with the celebrity accounts, how many of those have been, you know, I'm going to say the word hack, but we realize most of those were Just people able to figure out their secret words, you know, the what my pet's first name was or whatever. Yeah. So a lot of those weren't necessarily hacking, but if people have an adequate reason with something like this, when you're putting your security into somebody else's hand, again, this would be whoever's making this system that the auto manufacturers are using to send all of your GPS and other information to the cloud, you're. You have to realize that there's a decent chance that's not going to go well.
0: None of this is
1: good. It's like if you can do it yourself, that's great. I understand why it's harder to do this kind
0: of stuff yourself, but uh, I, you know, people have accused me of hating new technology and I have to just hate new technology. Yeah, that might be part of the reason, but that's not what I was getting at here. I don't hate new technology because it's new technology. I don't. I don't trust the people wielding the technology at me. I really like technology that I have control over. The problem is that the vast majority of new stuff is some corporation coming down and saying, uh, hey, you should try out this brand new, really cool whiz bang thing. But by the way, it'll be $20 a month and we get ownership of everything you make with it and and also, you know, you can't use the F word or we'll throw you into a gulag if you happen to be on the wrong street on, in January. Yeah, we'll kick like, you right off. Terms and conditions. And, and maybe we're back to, I, I, despite everything that went on with the horrible people on No Agenda Social, I still think that this freedom of speech thing is worth it. The, the most distressing thing, and, and I know I just whiplashed the conversation, but the most distressing thing to me about the conversations in the wake of No Agenda Social going down was the number of people who came out and said, see, I told you so. You need strong moderation. You need to censor everything that goes on or, or your entire platform collapses. That, that's not, no, that's not what happened. No, I mean it
1: is a uh it's a balancing act and I think the point that we made on Planet Rage kind of said it all which I said to Larry if you're out and about and somebody comes up to you and your kids and gets in your wife's face or your kids' face and it's like fuck you bitch well
0: Larry's going to punch them in the mouth. Yeah. That that was a great point. I think and I I know I've made this point before the one of the reasons why civility has all but collapsed in our society is that most of our interactions these days occur in a context where it is either uh inappropriate uh or impossible to punch someone in the face when they really deserve it yes and uh, you know I, that's it, it with the social
1: media the reality is when You have a free speech concept. You are going to have people say some things you don't like. Now, if they are completely ostracized by everybody else, even if people just metaphysically punch them in the face, most likely they'll go away or you can block them and everything else. It's a uh, a no-win situation because the only people that can boot them off would be the moderators, and then the minute the moderator were to kick any person off, that person is going to come back and be like, "Ah, you're not really free speech. You kick me off.
0: But the fediverse has a mechanism already for solving this. And that is you mute people. Yes. Like, like I don't like, because it is absolutely congruous with freedom of speech to say, you can say anything you want, but nobody has to listen to you. Correct. And so if, if somebody is genuinely just being a disruptive douchebag, then OK, mute them and move on. And I say mute because I'm still of the opinion that block is is nothing more than than mute with added co- emotional connotation.
1: Well, it's the uh, mute, but show you you're being muted. Ha-ha. Yeah, no, it's
0: well, it's it's mute, but I'm going to be petty and childish about it. But it's so much fun to be petty and childish every now and then that I will grant (laughs) as long as you acknowledge that that's what you're doing. Yes. The the people who are like, well, I have perfectly rational reasons why it's very important to me that even though I don't have any any interaction at all with this person, that they still become really angry because I spited them. And that's my rational position on that. No, no, you're just being a dick. Now, it's fun to be a dick, but that's what you're doing.
1: Yes. And, uh, there, yeah, there were definitely multiple levels with any of this that had gone on. You know, I think the main thing is if you had your name on a social media site and somebody else came in and starts spewing things that you didn't like, you would probably Boot want them. them off. I mean, not just that they're on a social media site with you. <laughs> yes. Then muting works. But if you're, you know, Billy Bones, our buddy with the Walk Through the Mind podcast who's listening right now, if he had Billy Bones social and he let a few friends in and all of a sudden some friends start posting Nazi, anti whatever stuff, he'd probably, he'd probably be, like, be into that. <laughs> he'd be like, that's cool, man. No, probably not. He would kick them right off. So, I mean, there is, you know, free speech does not mean you can say everything without consequence. It means you can say everything.
0: Uh, yeah. You're
1: not well, free of consequence.
0: There, freedom of speech is, there is, there is a weird line and, and it's, I don't have a perfect grasp on this line, but the, the balance on the other side that I always have a very difficult time working through, uh, first of all, free, you are free to say whatever you want. That's what freedom of speech means. There is nothing in that that says you are free from the consequences. And in the more civilized world, if you said something sufficiently terrible, you'd just get your ass beat. And like I said, we are not in a civilized world anymore. And one of the reasons for so much incivility is that some jackhole can go ahead and say the most horrible, awful things they want and then log out and be totally free of consequences. That's it's called trolling. And, you know, I do it, too. Right. Well, it's also why some of these folks
1: stories we have talked about for years want to de-anonymize The Internet, because they're like, well, if you had to have your real name on something and that would solve a small problem by creating a big one. Yes. Oh, I agree. But you understand how they get people on board with that kind of thing. I understand
0: the rationale. Sure. I I disagree with it. It's wrong. Because you don't
1: realize that the end result is going to be a worse situation than where you originally came in. So but this is where a
0: lot of this stuff is jumping the shark. I, I am willing to recognize two, quote unquote, limitations on freedom of speech. And it, you still have it. One of them is freedom of speech is not freedom from consequences. And, you know, if the consequences are unreasonable, then you've created a bigger problem. For example, if I say the word FARC and suddenly get canceled off of everything in the world, then that's that is un, that's overreacting.
1: You said FARC. I did. Parking idiot.
0: Yeah. Um, the other quote unquote limitation is that there's nothing. Freedom of speech does not mean you have the right to have your freedom of speech. Like, I think you made this point on, on planet rage. You can say whatever you want. What you can't do is charge into my living room and say whatever you want. Right. And. My living room could be my personal house, in which case, uh, at least in the state where I live in, I'm perfectly within my legal rights to shoot your ass if yes. you don't leave. But um, and even if you it, will, I mean, it's still- one, one of the few nice things about Washington State that they have not managed to get rid of yet is that we still have castle doctrine. But uh, the other thing is uh, my online living room. If I go create Angry Tech and you jump in and you know hack your way in and create an account or whatever and then you start saying awful things then i'm going to look at this and say yeah you're you're smearing shit on the walls of my living room goodbye you go have your free speech somewhere else that doesn't violate free speech now that is a dangerous door because i have had conversations with people who Ultimately favor the kind of authoritarian censorship by saying things like, oh, well, you can have your freedom of speech, but you just can't have it on Twitter Facebook, Instagram or any other online platform. And when I think it's not as bad now, but, you know, four or five years ago, when for the most part, if you were online, you were online with one of the five corporate platforms or you weren't anywhere. And when all of those platforms get together and collude, then this is not a matter of get out of my living room. This is a matter of of I have drawn a circle around the entire city, declared the city as mine, held right. it at gunpoint, and said, "This is my personal domain. Get out!" And I.
1: This is why the only answer to social media is to own your own decentralization instances. yes which goes along great with the boost we just got thirty three thirty three from our buddy sir truck driver of rolling on show he says the perfect way to control any content you want to see or people you want to interact with is for everyone to roll their own instance decentralized social media is the only way to go fetty has the right idea but it's not quite implemented the right way community is nice until it breaks like nas did yeah. N a s? Did I say N a s? That's different. N a s.
0: N a s. N e s. <laughs> wow, no, that's N-N-E- different. Wait, how about N e
1: s? N e s. Right. That's that's good. No, The, uh, the Nintendo Entertainment Social. Yeah. Broke.
0: Ban. Gone. <laughs> <Dawn. clears throat> I guess. Yeah. So I guess my point is, if if I am out on the Fetty, and I say whatever the hell I want, you can listen or not. You, you have the ability to you, muting is. Perfectly viable way of saying I don't want to hear from Yes, it. however very easy. I create an account on planetrage.social and then start saying, you know, Darren sucks. So true. Then well, I mean, the tr- yeah, but truth is is not always a defense against saying something uncivil. True. That's and, true. And if I went in and created an account on Planet Rage Social and said, you know, Darren is a total douchebag who doesn't even donate to Grumpy Old Ben's and you decided to invite me to no longer have an account on planet rage so then th- that is that doesn't violate freedom of speech that's saying to stop walking into my living room and throwing feces at things so many isos going
1: <laughs> to we'll be using those on the no agenda rock and roll pre show let me tell you oh
0: boy <laughs> it wouldn't be the well I, you know fortunately <laughs> w- one of the places where lots of isos from this show has always ended up is on on the lotus effect they They are a very clip heavy show, but fortunately they can no longer use any ISO from this show are you? because it was broadcast on the no agenda stream and they don't want anything to do with no agenda.
1: Oh, that's an interesting case. Case in point. They may argue it. You never know. (laughs) They might.
0: They might roll their eyes and and decide
1: I'm trolling. They'll be like, ah, Bemrose, why would you say that? Lots of people are like that. Yeah, I, I get that a lot. You're like I don't understand. It's like it's his personality. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Why would you say that? Have you met me? Yes. Why wouldn't you say it? Why wouldn't I say that? You know, everybody can't we all just get
0: along? No, I mean that's kind of the problem with no. society as a whole. <laughs> like, no, we like, can't. Actually, no, it's it's not. I did go go look at uh, the. Yeah, the, the research around Dunbar's number. Once our society is bigger than that, then no, we can't. And if you don't have control over your thing,
1: you can always be blocked. You can always be booted. You can always be shadow banned. Owning your own is the way to go. Or now, more people you can be mercilessly it. trolled. Now, Elon, I mean, Elon would have oh, Elon. really big balls if Elon would uh, federate Twitter. Slash X I, or whatever it is.
0: Yeah. You know, Elon didn't own it at the time, but remember back when we thought that was going to happen? Well, we thought we're like, Dorsey's end game is yeah, to, feder- yeah, you know, to federate like, it. We, and like, we thought both. Dorsey was going to do that. And we were like, yeah, I, I remember making the observation of that would be incredibly cool. And also every server would melt down.
1: Well, yeah, because you can no longer keep the bad stuff from getting into their timeline which a lot of people can't deal with the bad stuff that in there. And that's really yes. the way it should be dealt with is
0: and, and for all the people who, for all the people, just quick bit of advice for all the people whose skin is so thin that you cannot handle somebody dropping an F bomb in your timeline. Use this one awesome trick. Social media networks hate it. Log the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also in most of these things uh,
1: that you can, uh, You can add your own types of bans and things like that, I believe, fairly easily because people were using that just to avoid things like if you really didn't want to hear any more about vaccines or coronavirus, COVID, that you could just put in COVID as a keyword. And any post that was in your timeline that said COVID
0: didn't show up for you. Just automatically. All of these technological. It's I understand why a company like Twitter or Facebook, whose entire business model requires that you be logged in 24-7, are working overtime, making certain that you have the right filtering tools to only see the things that confirm your confirmation bias and never encounter anything that might cause you to put the phone down for even a moment. I understand why they do it, but... I am just telling you that from the perspective of a user, if you start getting any kind of fatigue or you see things you don't want to see, here is your best option. Put the phone in a drawer, put some shoes on, maybe pants, optional depending on your, uh, your city <laughs> and, and city, climate. Right? Walk out the door and go for a walk. Touch grass, breathe nature. Step over the homeless dude with the heroin needle sticking out of his arms. Or maybe that's just my city. Just get away, log out. That's all I'm saying. It is so much healthier. If you just like, because there is the possibility that an emergency might come up. And I I hate to admit this because I'm kind of giving up on some of my values. I do take my cell phone with me out on deliveries. Oh, like it is is usually shut off. Oh. It is usually shut off, but it is there in case I have to make an emergency call. However, uh, I don't log into anything. I I am, the only communications app is I have, we have an app that we use, which is effectively an internet enabled, app enabled walkie talkie service that I use to communicate with dispatch. That is the only, that and, and you know, making fake smiles at, customers who secretly I loathe because of their Black Lives Matter signs in their yards is the only human interaction I have my entire day. And that might be why I like this job so much, because screw people. You are saying awful things. You are shutting down my favorite social media site. I don't care. I'm not there. I am logged out. Try it sometime.
1: Do you have a button that you display when going down the drive and going to the walkway of the Black Lives Matter sign people? a little button on your jacket that says, ask me why you should go fuck yourself. That would be, I don't
0: believe, I don't believe that that would comply with the uniform requirements. Damn. It should. It should. That said, I did see the part where I don't see anybody from, you know, that any of the management or anything. Once I pick up all of my packages in the morning, I never encounter any other human being who works for the same company, at least not physically. So Somebody would get you on a ring
1: doorbell and send Yeah, the problem is,
0: yeah, the problem is that half of the houses out there have a camera pointed at the front door. And when they see the person with the uniform and the branded van walk up and they're like, well, the person who delivered this package at this time today looked at me funny. And also, I think he voted for Trump and therefore you should fire him. And then, of course, you know, I get a complaint sent to my manager's. I don't know why Joy Reid uh,
1: borrowed Trump's hair,
0: though. That was very weird.
1: Well, yeah, Trump's not using it. <laughs> it Maybe true. Maybe true. Uh, a, uh, just an offshoot of the whole car story. There was a Verge okay. article that I had that Volkswagen. I don't know where they mentioned in the last one. Volkswagen putting chat GPT into their cars for enriching conversations. Oh, my God. Uh, second quarter 2024 they're starting this over in the i don't EU. need this
0: i already have enriching conversations in my car they're called podcasts yeah. in fact it's a two-way conversation because the podcasts talk at me and then i shout ineffectively at them telling them they're wrong yeah why won't you listen to me or like oh
1: wait this isn't
0: one of them the yeah shows it turns I'm out on. they're not live they're not yeah. listening to me but you're like oh this isn't a show i'm on damn i would like to think though that Every podcaster at some point during the show will say something crazy and then go and then get the little Sir Bemrose voice in their head going, you're wrong. Just, just think about that. Just, next time that you say something idiotic on a podcast, I want you to get a Sir Bemrose voice in your head going wrong, 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 wrong. There's another ISO right there. Kyle. I know. Didn't. I know. I I knew it was coming. I knew it was going to be an ISO as it was coming out, and I couldn't stop
1: it. That's even the best time when you know it's going to be an ISO, then you'd play into it.
0: Yeah. yeah, Just play it up. Lean in. It's the magic of grumpy old Ben's. So I actually only prepared one more story, but we can do that after the donation segment. We did the donation segment already. Come on. And here we go. (laughs) Although, I mean,
1: we will. We, you know, got to say that we. uh I think we did quite a bit more than we did before the show started, once the show started. So thank you to everybody who has been, uh, I mean, one, the one PayPal and then all the other boosts and the boostergrams. We like the interactivity and it's a very small price to pay to get your message across on the grumpiest podcast in the universe.
0: It's almost as if people pay more attention to you when you go live. Yes. When, when you do a show.
1: Live on the Mighty No Agenda stream. If you're not on the Mighty No Agenda stream, you are leaving streamage on the table.
0: What, what makes me sad is that people are not thinking about Grumpy Old Ben's 24-7 all the time. Why? They're only, thinking about, they're only thinking about this show when we're doing the show. You know, here's the thing.
1: You're the guy that programs the Mighty No Agenda stream, so technically it could run Grumpy Old ben it could be 24 hours a day. We have 82 well, have in the be- troll room right now.
0: But that that uh, people might suspect something. So in order to throw them off, I would throw in the occasional angry tech news or random thoughts. Oh, yes. You got to do that.
1: And when I say probably some planet rage, because we got to get some Larry in there. What we what we mean by 82 in the troll room is that there are 82 people now listening live on the stream. Two yes. grumpy old Bens. And yeah, you gotta yes, have a There are more Larry. than
0: that. There are more than that logged into the Troll Room, but the vast majority of them are AFK.
1: You're like, why aren't you listening to the show? Why aren't you
0: in right now? Just go to trollroom.io. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Working, sleeping, yeah. feeding Stupid. your family. None of that is as important as grumpy old Ben's. It will not keep you entertained
1: and enlightened. It will not. It will not. If you're working right now, you can still boost us. Just get yourself a podcasting 2.0 app by going to podcastapps.com. dot com.
0: NetNet is complaining that work gets in the way. NetNet, you need a better job.
1: Yeah. Work for yourself, buddy. What can you do? Uh, I mean, he's like a he's like a tech guy. He's they, I mean, I,
0: they just starve to death without an income. Yes. <laughs> what well, can, that's can you true. do?
1: Then he won't be boosting. So, I mean, you got a problem then weirdos yeah it's supposed it to be is working. easier to
0: boost when you have an income i can tell you that from experience
1: yeah you don't want to pick up on the uh you know knock it off liquor stores or anything like that i mean unless you do i mean you got to do you i'm not going to tell you not to it's part of the free speech thing if you want to go knock over a liquor store that's you use a bulldozer yeah it's way easier than a gun <laughs>
0: It's, it's actually the penalty is a lot less if you knock over a liquor store with a car than if you do with a gun. It's strange, right? I mean, it shouldn't really be that way,
1: but it is. I don't get it. Look at the isobot just spinning around
0: today. So I believe that you have discussed on this very show uh, about the blood oxygen functionality of the Apple Watch. Oh, yes.
1: Yes, we have. And, yes, we uh, have. Something very familiar with.
0: Yes. Uh, So we and, you know, as we probably know, uh, there is a company, uh, Massimo, who owns two patents related to the oxygen sensor, which really means that they were the first people to the patent office saying this thing that we may never build. uh, We decided we want a monopoly over it. Yeah. Uh, Last October or uh, last summer, they sued Apple saying the Apple Watch violates our patents in October the International Trade Commission, I'm not sure which bureaucracy they are, but it's really all blending together these days, ruled that Apple's blood oxygen sensor violated Messimo's patents and said that you will not be allowed to sell any Apple watches ever again. However, they wanted to make sure that the United States deep state reviewed the decision uh, by deep state. They said the Biden administration, but that's what I meant. Yeah, same thing. Uh, um so in between now and then Apple has redesigned the watch and the story this week is that uh the US deep state in particular the uh, the quote US Customs Agency according to 9 to 5 Mac which as far as I can tell means Customs and Border Patrol I have absolutely no clue why CBP are the ones reviewing this that one I, I was not able to get that information but they made the decision that Apple's redesign falls outside the scope of the ITC ruling. And therefore Apple is free to sell the redesigned Apple watch nine. What is the redesign? They will not have pulse oximetry sensors. Ooh,
1: that is going to be interesting.
0: Which means that all new Apple watches sold in the U S at least until such time as a better agreement comes in with regards to these patents, will not have the pulse oximetry sen- sensors will not be able to tell your blood oxygen and what that means is that if you have an apple watch that has the sensor on it you've got gold on your wrist
1: i do i just checked 98% is my blood oxygen level right now while it would be like show.
0: 102 if you stop blowing so much hot air into the microphone i know
1: i know i mean the interesting thing is that that particular sensor can be very important it was very very important in the early days of the virus that came over from china because it was affecting people's lungs and their a blood respiratory oxygen, virus affecting people's lungs to the point to where their blood oxygen level was dropping into the 80s or below and this is a great way to monitor that because most people aren't going to start feeling that until that number has dipped. Too low, so this is actually a life saving thing if somebody has a in in malady. certain
0: narrow situations yes Correct. yes it can it 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 can be a vital piece of health data if you are in a high risk group yes. or situation now the intriguing thing is for this whole- i'm not going to recommend that everybody walk around during their day with a uh, thing strapped to their wrist you know the human humans have been around for a very long time, and the human body is pretty good at sending its own signals that your blood oxygen level is dropping that signal being you're out of breath.
1: Well, and you're tired and you're, you can't think. And to be fair, there's already devices. You get some massive fatigue, which is your body saying, slow the fuck down and take a breather. (laughs) And it's obvious that the devices that go on your finger, which most people, if you go into the doctor's office, they put the thing on your finger and they get your pulse along with the blood oxygen level. That obviously uses a different type of sensor because that has nothing to do with this company or what's going on here. The sensor that we're talking about is because specifically it's doing it on the wrist rather than on the finger. And from what I can tell, there's like little red lights on the back of the watch, which somehow bounce stuff off. And that's how they're trying to determine your blood oxygen level. But before this all happened, Apple did make the push to try to acquire this company and they could not come to a deal, which is one of the reasons why this is so obvious to even the courts at this point that Apple is, they hired a bunch of people from the company and kind of re-engineered their technology.
0: Wait, are 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 you telling me there was a big Silicon Valley company who wanted a technology and just decided that's okay. We'll just throw money at it and strong arm them. Yes. And if we can't do that, then we'll steal it. That never happens. Yes, that's exactly what happened. I'm not saying that's what happened in this case, but that seems like what happened in this case.
1: It does seem that way, doesn't it? And it's like it was very obvious because they hired those people. They start using a very similar technology. But I, you know, while it maybe isn't the main thing that people buy the Apple Watch for, I think this is going to have enough of a change that it's going to affect their bottom line. It'll be interesting to see how many people are like, well, I'm not going to upgrade, because this may be the one Apple watch that sells zero. As people go, well, by 11, they'll have this back.
0: I, yeah, I, I honestly don't think that this situation, You know, at, at this point, the the blood oxygen thing is, it, it's, it's in Apple's marketing, and therefore it is important that they have it in there. It's kind of an integral part of this. I don't think that they are going to, be selling the ones without the sensor for very long. And by the way, if you, if you can't find one that has the sensor, go buy, you know, order one from Europe where the patent hasn't been held. So there's still going to be, but I don't think it's going to last very long. I suspect that the, the Apple is going to reopen negotiations and the, the reopening of negotiations might involve Guido and some kneecaps. I'm not sure, but <laughs> or more money. I think, I think they're going to yeah and maybe maybe some money be like well if we can't buy the technology then we'll just you know buy off every you know, buy off everybody and and kill the ones that we can't I I'm not necessarily saying silicon valley is the mafia I think they're much more nefarious than that
1: Yeah the mafia at think, least has
0: a code I I think that that Apple is going to you know open up whatever means that they have in order to make sure that they can bring this watch back to market as soon as they can. Yes. I want to point out on the topic of uh, the topic we've mentioned several times on this show of of getting your own instance and decentralization and everybody having a server. I just want to say I just spotted the one of the coolest instance names that I have seen in a long time. Is it vocal fry uh, a fry message, dot social? A message from Walkman at vocalfry.social. Yes, I just saw
1: that when he just sent in $50 going right to the top today. Oh, my gosh. Guru, and he has Walkman. Okay, so now I like him even more. I was just liking him for his instance name. Yes, Walkman at Vocalfry.social. I have to go follow him, and you should, too. Thank you. I should. Guru. I I might not. He's our only guru right now on Grumpy Old Ben's. Cold Acid was really close, but he totally jumped off once we had that little bitch fight and didn't do a show for a while.
0: Yeah, but I feel like you got to have a bitch fight just to to jettison all of the the producers who the aren't really sincere. Yeah, like, the anime ones. Like the, if you have got a producer who does another competing podcast that only talks about anime and potatoes, then sometimes you have to have a bitch fest just to to shake them off.
1: He's got his own uh, instance too, though. I think Cold Acid. He's not a follower. He knows.
0: I. I thought Cold Acid was at shitposter.club. Oh, is he? Maybe. yes, that that that's not gratuitous swearing. I believe that is the name of the instance.
1: Vocalfry.social. I mean, you know I love it. You know that uh, Walkman that the uh JCD is probably gonna want. Can you get um, you know, like his favorite what's her name? They, he always brought the clips of uh why can't I think of her name, the chick. The one they have woo woo
0: incoming uh um. oh Oh I, I know the name, but I'm not gonna mention on the show. <laughs> But that I know exactly who you're talking about, and I'm not. I'm not going to say it. That's what he'd want at VocalFry.com. That would Damn be it, great. D- fuck you, Ned. Ned, shut up. <laughs> oh yeah, Amy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Amy. Yeah. It, it,
0: I wasn't. No, I did. We could have gone the entire show without mentioning. Woo woo woo. Incoming
1: vocalfry.social.
0: social. Woo woo yeah. Woot. Okay, so I hate. I, I I feel dirty if I come out on the side of Apple on anything, but. I got to get this one point out. And that is, I don't know exactly what Massimo does for their money. What I do know is that they've owned these patents for years and they have not put out a product that uses them. Well, they have now, a, a watch that looks very much like the Apple watch, which do is they? funny. Yes. Yes. They okay, came they, out with one and it looks exactly like then, the then Apple I will, watch. Then I will back up a little bit. The, I, the the articles and comments that i read used the phrase patent troll and i really don't like that one being thrown around all the time but i was not able to find a a product that they make if if they make a product then in that case fuck apple and everything is is right with the world but i guess the the argument i was going to say is if you have a patent and you don't make a product you should lose the patent
1: yeah, eventually. Right. I mean, or you have to be it has to be making a uh, a deal with somebody to use it. So if you come up with the technology, that's great. Whether you make a deal with Apple, I mean, you can make a deal with Apple. That's yeah. like we're only going to give this to Apple. So, you know, that, I, then obviously I mean, you can get more money than, well, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to Garmin. I'm going to give it to everybody who's making stuff.
0: The the explicit purpose of copyright law, and loosely the purpose of all the IP law. I know patents aren't copyrights, but they're they're intellectual property. Is the the arguable reason why the government steps in and enforces this is supposed to be for the purpose of of promote. You know, it says in the Constitution to promote the useful the sciences and useful arts, and so. Whenever a patent is used to lock a technology away and make it unavailable to the public, I think that patent should immediately revoke itself. The What that means is if you get a patent, you need to come to market with a product that uses it for the benefit of society or you do not deserve the patent. Now, the fact that you get the patent anyway and that lobbyists and And corrupt bureaucracies are always defending what the big corporations are doing for the purpose of making sure that intellectual property only functions to make big corporations money and screw the little guy and screw the public because we'll lock you away and force you to license all of your movies instead of being able to buy things because I tangent, but you know, fuck big corporations and fuck government when they do things that are Hostile to the general public for the purpose of defending the big corporations, bottom line and nothing else. I dropped the link into
1: the and they'll be in the show notes also in the troll room for the Massimo W1 medical watch. If you pull that up, it's basically okay An Apple watch
0: they have. okay. you know what? They have a product. I I am going to take back some of the thoughts that I had about these Massimo because I was. Getting information. Well, I was getting my information from nine to five Mac, among other things.
1: On but the reality is, I believe the watch came out long after the Apple Watch. So the question is now: Can Apple sue them for infringing on something for making the watch in the same? You know, I mean, I I don't know many different form factors there can be a watch. I I don't know.
0: I think that this this situation is more complicated. I'm going to get it wrong if I try to express an opinion anything other than fuck patents.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's important in order for people to be able to make some money on if they come up with something new, but it goes along with your copyright argument, which is you should be allowed to make your money. You should be allowed to profit from it, but there has to be maybe a little bit more of a limitation on how long you control that. And then with with the patents, I mean, one thing we've talked about a lot on this show is the concept of whether things are
0: patentable or not. Meaning again, I have no idea how this works, but we we shouldn't have to use a cartoon mouse from 1927 for all of our memes. Probably.
1: But if this is similar enough to the patent, the type of technology that's in all those little $10 finger pulse oximeters, then some might say that it's not really even that worthy of a patent because it was just the next step. It was how to do this on different parts of the body than the finger.
0: You know, patent law actually has a test that you're supposed to be able to apply, which is the obviousness of it. The biggest problem with patent law is that the people judging this are overworked badly because of the number of patents being filed. And they spend all of their time reviewing patents which means they don't have time to learn anything about the technology. The only thing about the technology they know is what people put into the filing. And having been on the author side of a couple of those filings, um, there's a lot of bullshit that goes in. And uh, Patton
1: Oswald is a little troll. So, I mean, there is that too. <laughs> I love watching the troll room. They come up with some good oh. stuff. Especially NetNed when he's on a roll, man, it's hard to keep that guy down. Yes.
0: I've heard that NetNed was uh, up uh, in line to be one of the best front men's for Van Halen.
1: I think so. And I saw he ISOed. So just in case he wants a, uh, a, a match set, let me just say, fuck NetNed. So there we go. And then you can have that ISO that out. And he can have those. <laughs> he can have those. Put that to a nice beat. Then it's like Ben Bro's on the left. I'm on the right. Or either way, I mean, I can, we can go either way. And here then, I am, stuck in the middle with you. Right. In the middle with you. Do we get a copyright strike for that, just for singing that little bit of that melody? I hope so. It's a medley of the melody.
0: But thanks again, In fact, Walkman. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contact the people who run the No Agenda stream and get them to kick you off because you're making copyrighted noises. Yeah, you don't want that. We don't want copyrighted that. Copyrighted Noises is a great show title. Maybe not for this show, but for something
1: i mean i was gonna go with farking idiot but that's just me that, that works too and uh, walkman we love when he comes in late and just hits hard man right to the top 50 bucks like here we go keep this show going it's like a uh one of those telethons that's what these and on shows that topic
0: are. how do we usually end these things? oh wait do we normally end these shows i don't that do, do we end them
1: and they go on and they go on and they go on
0: we don't always end grumpy old ben's but when we do It turns into a
1: giant bitch. fest. Exactly. We like to remind people that they should be listening to the no agenda stream 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you have a show that's currently not featured, there may be some opening slots right now. Let uh, Sir Bemrose know all about it and uh, roll your own instance and become free. And as uh, Ryan Bemrose told you during this show, it's okay just to unhook. I had a show like that recently, too. It's just like, stop, get off. Get off the media, get off the internet, spend, even if it's just a day, you'll feel better. Get rid of all of the crazy negativity that you're allowing in, but always listen to grumpy old Ben's. That is, I, I,
0: I was going to tell a story about unhooking, uh, was, uh, huh? Bras? Mm, No, that would have been much better. No, last (laughs) Thursday, which by the way, was, was when, the comments that led to the uh, entire drama fest around No Agenda Social happened during the, the donation segment, I guess, last Thursday on No Agenda. Sounds fair. Well, Thursdays, I actually can listen live, usually. And I listen to about the first hour of the show. And then, as I already mentioned, there was weather outside. Yes. And people in the Pacific Northwest do not understand how to drive when there's weather outside. Well, they do. They put their
1: foot to the floor and just scream bloody murder as they go through the intersection.
0: Yeah. They do like in Hollywood where you, you ram the accelerator all the way down. You put your foot on the brake and ram that all the way down. And then you (laughs) yank the steering wheel back and forth randomly and make screaming noises with your mouth. That anyway, uh, during hey, no don't agenda knock it I, you've tried it. I missed out on all the comments because during no agenda last week, uh, one of these people decided to, you know, three snowflakes hit the ground and suddenly one of them drove into a power pole, knocked out power to about 20,000 houses. I don't, wow. I have no idea. That's a lot I don't of know how many it, it was. I it probably not that many, but I bet it was at least a thousand because it was a very large chunk of, of the central Everett. And um I, They shut down the whole road. I don't know if it was a Tesla. I guess I couldn't see a smoke plume from here, so probably not. But I do know that we were out of power for nine hours or so. I have never been so happy that I don't rely on the power grid for heat in this house. But the only reason I mentioned, is you were saying, every once in a while when there's drama going on, unplug. And sometimes... The world will do that for you. Sometimes a driver (laughs) who is frightened of these white things hitting his windshield will unplug an entire neighborhood just so that you don't have to see that drama. That is how considerate the people that I live near are.
1: You got to just sit there, cuddle up with a few cats, enjoy a nice hot coffee. I mean, that's
0: pretty much what happened was, was like, I, 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 put the, with a tea kettle On top of the wood stove and we had warm, hot chocolate and, you know, just sitting there in the front room. I had a book. Uh, Lisa was on the other end of the couch with a book. A cat came between us. Very little house on the prairie right here. Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, you know, the power grid comes and conspires to make you slow down and unplug.
1: And do not forget to take advantage of those times yes and then join us of it again next week on wednesday 1 p.m central mighty no agenda stream until then i am darren o'neill coming to you live from a bunker deep in the heart of middle america just outside a shy rack where everything is
0: well cold and from america's left coast i'm ryan bemrose and it is now safe to turn off your computer
1: now i mean should i reboot it
0: now now (laughs) Um, sir, sir, uh, your computer is still on, sir.